In this episode, we're going to look at how to troubleshoot default gateway issues. I'll show you how to do it and have a discussion of the topics along the way. For a device to communicate across multiple networks, it must be configured with an IP address, a subnet mask, and a default gateway. The default gateway is used when the host wants to send a packet to another device on another network. The default gateway address is generally the address of the router interface which is attached to the local network that, will, that the host is connected to. In this activity, we're going to finish documenting the networks. We'll then verify the network documentation by testing end-to-end -end connectivity and troubleshoot issues. The troubleshooting method we'll use consists of the following steps. Verifying the network documentation and use tests to isolate problems. Next, determine an appropriate solution for a given problem. Third, implement the solution. Fourth, test and verify the problem is resolved. And then finally, document the solution. Throughout our CCNA studies, we'll encounter different descriptions of troubleshooting method as well as different ways to test and document issues and solutions. This is the intention. There is no set standard or template for troubleshooting. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Troubleshoot default gateway issues. I got my labs opened up here. Once again, on my left side, I have the packet tracer lab that has the topology. That's what we'll be doing all the activities for this lab. On the right side, I have on the top right, a Word document of the instructions. On the bottom right, I have the packet tracer activity window that opens up. I use the Word document so I can go and fill in all my answers. Here we have the addressing table. This is the addressing of all of our devices. Notice here that they don't give us the default gateways. Default gateways aren't given us to us on purpose because we have to go and we have to figure out those and correct those in this lab. The topology on the left side, notice I have it opened up. It's been open for a couple minutes now. All the, all the Triangles are green, meaning all the connections are good. They went through the auto negotiation process. All the protocols are up. It's good. But there's a chance some of these might be misconfigured. And what we have to do is go in here and look to see what's been misfigured. Two objectives. Background here. For a device to communicate across multiple networks must be configured with an IP address, subnet mask, and the default gateway. Once again, that default gateway is the exit off of our network onto other people's networks. And if that's set incorrectly, we won't be able to communicate with anybody else off of our network. And what we're going to have to do is go through and verify uh, the network documentation. We're going to have to create our own network documentation to make sure we have communication with all the devices on there. And how we're going to do that is we're going to ping and we're going to go through a troubleshooting process to help us figure that out. The process we're going to use right here is step A, we're going to verify the network documentation and use tests to isolate the problems. We're going to document, we're going to write it down. That's one of the big things in troubleshooting is writing it down so you can keep track of what you're doing. We're going to use some tests to figure out what the problems are. 
B, we're going to determine an appropriate solution for the problem. So based upon our, our, our isolation of the problems, what are we going to do to fix it? We're going to go through, implement that solution. We're going to test the problem that's been resolved, and then we're going to document that solution. Once again, this is a big deal because as we go through our networking tools and, and going forward, you're going to have to do this a lot. And the troubleshooting here is could be as simple as inverting a number or putting in a wrong default gateway to have that communication not work. Instructions, part one. Complete the documentation and perform connectivity tests to discover issues. In addition, you'll determine an appropriate solution for the implementation in part two. Once again, we're going to figure out what the problems are and then figure out what our solutions is and go ahead and implement that. Where we can effectively address, effectively test the network, you must have complete documentation. Notice the documentation, some of the information is, is missing. Complete the address table by filling in the missing default gateway information for the switches and PCs. Test connectivity issues by the same way. Take care of step 1A, going up here and filling in our default gateways. Looking here, switch one right here is on the 192.168.10 network. Now, it, the default gateway for switch one or any of these PCs, PC, PC1 or PC2, is the exit off of our network onto another one. Typically, that's a router. And what we're looking for is this connection right here. This connection right here one is our default gateway. If we mouse over here, we can see that it's gig zero zero it's plugged into. Then I'm gonna mouse over R1 itself, and there it's gonna say gig zero zero. And that's the top line there. That IP address is 192.168.10.1. Now, to have that be a, a true default gateway, it needs to match the first part of our IP address. It needs to match where our subnet mask says it's the network portion. Where there's all ones or 255s in there, the first three octets, that is our network portion. And what we came up with was our default gateway of 192.168.10.1. Once again, notice that that is the first three octets are the same. That is part of our documentation. Switch two, once again, switch two, the exit is on and off here. If I mouse over, I got to click in the window. If I mouse over this triangle, it tells me I'm looking at gig zero one, mouse over the router itself. Gig zero one gives me an IP address and that's the second line down there of 192.168.11.1. That is my default gateway. 192.168.11.1. PC1 and PC2 here, they go through switch one, but remember switches don't connect up multiple networks. They just connect all the devices on your local area network. What we need here, once again, is this port way down here, this interface, mouse over, the triangle here, once again, it reminds us that we're looking at gig zero zero is this connection. Mouse over router one, and it tells us gig zero 
gig zero zero, sorry if I said that wrong earlier, but we're looking at gig zero zero is 192.168.10.1. And yes, that is the same default gateway as switch one. 192.168.68.1. And that was the same for PC2. Then looking at PC3 and 4, once again, our default gateway is not on the switch. It's on this router. It's this interface here. Okay, if we mouse over the triangle right here, leading from PC3 to PC4, it'll tell us that what we're looking for right here on this connection is gig 01. Now, to find out what the IP address on gig 01 here in Packet Tracer, I just mouse over the router here. It'll give us a little pop-up menu, and we'll look for gig 01 there. That's the second one down. Is the IP address is 192.168.11.1. That's our exit off of this network onto other networks. And yes, it's also the default gateway of switch two. 192.168.11.1. So there we go. We figured out what our default gateways are supposed to be. We finished that documentation there. Now we can go back down to part one, step one, part B. Test connectivity devices on the same network by isolating and correcting any local issues you have, you can better test remote connectivity. And what they're doing is having you test the closest stuff first. And I believe this is the true way to do troubleshooting. You start and you, and you troubleshoot the connections closest to you. And then we want to document that. Now down here, what we want to do, and th this is just an example here. We're not going to jump into that one right away. Well, what I want you to do is start pinging your own devices. And we're going to work on the top network first. We're going to work on being able to ping our, ourselves. So PC1, we're going to try and ping our own I, IP address. PC2, switch one. We're going to ping our own our own IP addresses. And so the test here is PC1 ping self PC2 ping self switch one ping We're going to go through and we're going to just open up each one of those ping. And that's as, as close as you possibly can get to yourself to ping and start troubleshooting. Now, if those don't work, that means the IP address is set wrong for some reason. Going to go over here, click on PC1, opens that up. I'm going to click on the desktop tab and then open up the command prompt because ping is a command prompt tool on a PC. I'm going to go in and type in and then the IP address of PC1. Now this is where keeping both of these windows open kind of helps. And as you can see right here, I can see what PC1's IP address is, 192.168.10.10. Okay, so I can't even ping myself. 
once again, we start as close as possible. Was I able to ping myself? No. I'm going to go through and ping the other devices here quick. I'm going to go ahead and click on PC2, desktop tab, open the, uh, the command prompt, and I'm going to put in ping, and I can get the IP address for PC2 right here. 192.168.10.192.168.10.11. And see how this one worked just fine. I was able to ping myself successfully. Answer yes there. I'm going to go ahead and minimize that. I'm going to open up S1 here. Now on the router iOS, we have to go into the CLI. We have to go into PuTTY. We have to go in using our console connection. I usually make this window a little bit bigger. Press return to get started. Enable to get us into privilege exec mode to allow us to do ping. And then ping, once again, you can get your IP address and switch one right here. 92.168.10.2 successfully worked. And so what we have to do, oh, we'll fill in the chart here. What we have to do is go back and figure out why did PC1 not work? Well, so let's open that up. One of the commands you're gonna use here is called ipconfig, all one word, all lowercase. And this works on Windows boxes in the command prompt. What it's going to do is give us some information right here. This is our fast ethernet connection. That's what we're connected to. And then it's going to list our IP address. Our IP address for PC1 192.168.11.10. But if we go and we look here, down here, our IP address should be 10.10 at the end. We have to go in and change that. Looking here, we have to close the command prompt. We go ahead and close that. We're still on the desktop tab. Now we have to go into the IP configuration tab. Right here, we list out that we're on our fast ethernet. We have a static IP address, and then this is where we have a wrong IP address. Also, even if we look here, we can see that the IP address, while well, looking at the subnet mask, the first three octets are the network portion. If we look at the IP address, it's 192.168.11. And our default gateway is 192.168.10. So a .10 and a .11. They are technically separate different networks. They are not even able to communicate with each other. So we need to make them both on the same network. We can do that by correcting the IP address here for PC1, changing it to .10. All you gotta do is enter it. We can go ahead and close the IP configuration window. Still on the desktop tab, we're going to open up the command prompt again and enter a couple times. And let's ping our own IP address. Once again, the IP address here is 192.168.10.10. And there we go. We can now correct it out. What was the issue here? IP address. Wrong. Changed it. Actually, we'll say corrected it. 
And yes, we just did verify that it worked. Excellent. So we have, we're able to ping our, all of ourselves here. Well, next step I'm going to do is go from PC one to switch one, PC two to switch two. PC one to switch one. PC two to switch one. I'm going to go ahead and ping those. Once again, open this up. Are my command prompt is still open? Ping, and we're going from PC one to switch one. Which one's IP address is right here? 192.168.10.2. a requested timeout but it worked on the second third and fourth time once again what happened was it had to go through the arp lookup it had to find the mac address for the ip address we were pinging once we did that we were able to complete it now if i repeat this again all four times should work once again up arrow is our friend go ahead ping it and there it is it's working just fine that was able to work Yes. Minimize that. Open up PC2. I'm going to ping that same IP address because it's switch 1. 192.168.10.2. And hopefully we're just doing an ARP lookup. There we go. Three times it works. If I repeat it again, we get all four times successful. Excellent. But yes, they did work. Now we're able to ping there. We're assuming that if, if we if we ping, and once again remember a ping is an echo request and an echo reply. If we ping a device and it works successfully, we're we're assuming that's the the other direction will work. So we, we're able to ping PC1 to switch one. So echo reply from PC1 to switch one, and then echo reply from switch two back. We don't have to ping the other direction. And assume that works now let's go and take this a step forward let's take all three of these devices and ping our default gateway to see if that works pc1 to default gateway pc2 to default gateway and switch one to default gateway once again, our default gateway, if we mouse, I clicked in the window, I'm gonna mouse over this triangle. It says it's gig zero, zero. I'm gonna go ahead and mouse over R1 here. I'm gonna pop up a window. Gig, oops, gig zero, zero has an IP address of 192.168.10.1. All three of those devices, PC1, PC2, Switch1, have that as their default gateway. So that's what we're going to ping. Open up PC1. Ping 192.168.10.1. There we go. PC1 successful. Ping 192.168.10.1. That is successful. 
and switch one. King 192.168.10.1. There we go. We had to do an ARP lookup. That's why we only had four out of five work that time. If we do repeat that process, up arrows our front, all five will work. Well, over here, update our chart. All five of those, or sorry, all three of those worked at that point in time. We checked our local connectivity for this top network for the 192.168.10 network. We're going to check our connectivity for the bottom network. We're going to do the same process. We're going to have PC3, PC4, switch to ping itself. And we're going to have it ping the other devices. And then we'll have it ping their default gateway. Go ahead and click on PC3 at this point in time. Go to desktop, go to command prompt. Ping, and then the IP address for PC3 is right here, 192.168.11.10. Ping, 192.168.11.10. I got to put the word ping in there once. There we go. Pinging myself for PC3, that worked. Go ahead and try PC4 right away. Man prompt. 192.168.11. Once again, IP address for itself, PC4, right there. 11.11. There .11. we go. PC4 is able to ping themselves. And let's try switch two. Over there, I automatically make the window a little bit bigger. Press enter, get into privilege exec mode by typing enable. There's no password set at this point in time. We have enabled it. And we can ping ourselves, P-I-N-G space, switch to IP address is one right here, 192.168.11.2. 192.168.11.2. Oh, Scooby-Doo. Didn't work. Okay. What we're going to do here is say PC3 ping self. PC4 ping self. S2 in cell. Again, remember PC3, PC4, they both worked. Which two did not. So we're gonna have to figure out what's wrong. What I would do is I would look at my configuration, how, how my device is configured right now. I would look and see what is in RAM. And to do that once again is what? Go run go space running dash config is the long way go ahead and hit enter i space bar down through it a couple of times and then i scroll back up here now we're setting an ip address 
We don't set it to the interfaces. What we do is we set it to interface VLAN one. We set it right there. And so we have to go in and we have to configure that. Just like we've done in our previous exercise, we go into global configuration mode in big T. Then we have to go into that interface itself. So interface VLAN one. Then we're gonna have to set the IP address. Once again, the IP address here, 192.168.11.2. Man, P, IP space address, 192.168.11.2. And then we also have to make sure we put the subnet mask in there, which is right to the right of that down here. Right here we see this is our subnet mask. 255, 255, 255.0. And the other thing we need to do with that is turn that on. Once again, the command to turn it on is the opposite of to turn it off. The command to turn it off is shutdown. The command to turn it back on, you put the word no in front of that. So it's no shutdown. So no space shutdown. Exit out, exit out. We'll give you an update if we do a show run again we will see i do spaces all the way down we will see that our ip address here is now set to 11.2 if we ping that there you go it worked fine and so what happened was one's IP address wasn't set. So we set the IP address and then we confirmed it. Here we go. Now that was pinging ourselves. What we're gonna do now is the two PCs are gonna ping switch two. To verify that's gonna work. And so PC3 to S2 and PC4 to S2. S2's address right here we just set. And so the PC should be able to see them. So I'll go ahead and open up man prompt on ping or on PC3. Ping 192.168.11.2. Hopefully we're doing an ARP lookup here. There it is. We got three out of four. We had to do that address resolution protocol. We knew what the IP address we were pinging, but because it was on our same network, we were going to use the layer two address, the MAC address, so we had to figure that out. That's what the ARP process did. If we do the ping command again, up arrows your friend, all four are gonna work. There we go. PC3 to S1 works. We are also going to go from PC4 to switch to 192.168.11.2. Hopefully we're doing that art process again. Gonna fail on the first one, but the next three are gonna work. There we go. Next three work. Just to verify it, up arrow ones to repeat that ping command. There we go. All four worked. Able to get that to work. Now there is one more. I have to do 
on the top network that I forgot to do. We're, we'll do that on the bottom network. But it's pinging PC1 to PC2 and PC3 to PC4, making sure that that works. And so PC1 to PC2 and PC3 to PC4. Going to open up PC3 here. PC4's address right here is 11.11 .11 at the end. 192.168.11.11. There we go. That worked from PC3 to PC4. I'm going to minimize that. I'm going to open up PC1 and I'm going to try that ping also. So we're on PC1. We're going to ping PC2 at that point in time. 192.168.10.11. There we go. PC1 to PC2, both of those, both of those worked. Okay, going back down to the last one, or to the bottom half again. Now we're going to take these three devices: PC3, PC4, switch to, and then ping our default gateway. PC3 to default gateway. PC4 default gateway and switch to to default gateway now our default gateway once again is the exit off of our network that's this connection on this router if I mouse over this green triangle and I did click in the window it tells us we're looking at gig 01 I go ahead and move the mouse up here to R1 R1 is gonna say if you look at the second interface down gig 01 that IP address is 192.168.11.1. That is our default gateway for any device on that bottom network. All three of those devices will ping that same IP address. Going over to PC3, looking in the window, ping 192.168.11.1. There we go, PC3 to default gateway. That did work. PC4. 92.168.11.1, pinging our default gateway. PC4 to the default gateway. That did work also. Updated my chart. Minimize this. Going to switch to. Ping 192.168.11.1, our default gateway again. There we go. Notice it will only work four out of five times. It had to go through the address resolution protocol the first time to figure out what the MAC address was. If we repeat that command again, up arrows our friend, go ahead, all five will work. Now, what we've done is all of our local devices can ping each other, ping all the other devices in our local area network, including our default gateway for the top network, for the bottom network. Now we're gonna try and go across the router. What we're gonna do is we're gonna go PC1 and we're going to try and ping switch two. And PC1, we're gonna try and ping PC3 and PC4. 
PC one, two, S two, PC one, two, PC three, and PC one, two, PC four. That's what we're doing here. Okay, click on PC one. Ping. The IP address for switch two. 92.168.11.2. It's on a different network because our network portions the same or different. 192.168.11.2. There we go. We are able to successfully ping that. We we're able to go from PC1 all the way through S1 to R1, change networks and ping PC2, and then the Echo Reply was able to come all the way back. That is looking good. Now let's go ahead. Update my chart here. We're going to go PC1 to PC3. Ping. Then PC3's address right here. 192.168.11.10. We are able to successfully do that. Let's try and ping PC4. Dot 11, dot 11. I up arrowed once, backspace, change it to dot 11 at the end. There we go. Uh-oh, dot 11 is not working. So we need to figure that out. Why isn't that working? Four, four didn't come back. There was an issue with it. Now let's think about this. PC1 was able to go all the way through S1 to R1 to S2 to PC3. So it's able to get all the way to switch two, but then it's not able to get to switch or PC4. The problem lies somewhere in here, but PC4 was able to get to switch two PC4 was able to get to R1. Maybe it's the configuration here on PC4. Let's take a look at that. Once again, one of the troubleshooting commands you're going to use is IP config. That's a command prompt inside of Windows. All one word, all lowercase. Go ahead and look at that. Here is our information. Our IP address, 192.168.11.1. Default gateway looks a little bit odd. If we scroll up and look at our chart here for PC4, it should be 11.1, not 1.1. So we have to go in, we have to change that to match what we calculated. Right now, it's 1.1, which is not on our network. Our network here is the 192.168.11 network. If we look here, it's 192.168.1. They're on two different networks. We need to make the default gateway correct. In the PC4 window on the desktop tab, I'm gonna go ahead and close the command prompt. You can do that by at the end of this right, right side of this blue line, go ahead and click the X. Now we can click on IP configuration. If we look in here, this is where our IP address is wrong. We need to change in that third octet, from dot one to dot 11. 
I go ahead and do that. I can close the IP configuration. It's at the right of the blue line. Open up my command prompt. And that's not what we're fixing. We go, remember what we're testing. This is where our documentation is important. We're testing PC1 to PC4. So I'm going to minimize that. Open up PC1. And I'm going to ping PC4, which here again is 192.168.11.11. And it's working. Now we're gonna need to fill in the fill in the chart. PC4, default gateway, wrong. Corrected. Default gateway, and then we verified it worked. It was able to work at that point in time. PC2, we're we're going to do the same thing as these right here. We're going to ping because we were able to ping all the way up to the, our router. Now we're going to have to ping switch to PC3 and PC4. Make sure that all works. PC2 to S2, PC2 to PC3 and finally PC2 to PC4. Open up PC2, type in your ping command for S2, our IP address. Once again, we can get that off of our chart right here 192.168.11.2. That successfully works. Next one, ping, and then we're looking at PC3, this IP address, 11.10 at the end. There we go, that one works. And PC, PC2 to PC4, PC4 PC4's address is right here. 192.168.11.11. And there we go. That works. And the last and the last step we have to do, because once again we have the paint echo request and the echo reply here, we need to have switch one ping both switch two, PC3, and PC4. Switch one to switch two, switch one to PC3, and switch one to PC4. Open up switch one. We have our command prompt. Oh, we were automatically logged out. You need to get into use your privilege exec mode, type enable. And then we can start our ping commands. Pinging. We're going from S1 to S2. S2's IP address right here is 
switch one isn't working here. Let's go in and see what is wrong. Now we're going to see what our configuration is. We do a show run here. I space bar all the way down and I come back and I look. Okay, we have our host name. We have our interfaces. We don't have nothing configured there. Interface VLAN 1 is right here, but we do not have a default gateway listed anywhere. If you look once again, there is no IP default gateway listed. So it doesn't know where to send the information to get off of the network. We need to go in and configure that. Get into global configuration mode. Config T. On big T, there we go. We're in there. Man, here is IP space, and then we can put a question mark. Does any of these look familiar? What we're doing default gateway specify, specify default gateway. So DEF, I use tab to complete it, put in a question mark, let us know what it's looking for. Now it's looking for our actual default gateway. If we scroll up to the chart we completed at the top here, we can see that on switch one, our default gateway is 192.168.10.1. 192.168.10.1. Exit out. There we go. And now we can go down and try to ping what just failed. So. S1, S2, that failed. No DG specified. That our default gateway. And let's confirm it. Let's verify it works. So ping, and we're pinging switch one to switch two. Switch two IP address right here, 192.168.11.2. There we were all five out of five successfully ping. We are able to fix that. We verified it worked. Okay, last couple steps. Ping from switch one to P PC3. PC3's address right here, 192.168.11.10. Five out of five. And finally ping PC4. Four's IP address is right there, 192.168.11.11. Successfully works. All successfully worked. If we look here, we came up, there was four problems. Right here, PC1 had the wrong IP address. Switch 2 didn't have an IP address set. PC4 had the wrong default gateway, and switch one did not have the default gateway. No default gateway on S1 specified. There we go. We tested the connectivities. We did all that. We documented our problems. We looked for remote processes. After you solve those issues, return to this step. And a lot of times what people will do is find a problem and fix it and work on it. Try and get in the habit of starting and pinging the closest you can and then working your way out. 
If we look here, we started with ping one. We pinged our own IP address. Then we pinged switch one. Then we pinged R1. Then we pinged switch two. Then we pinged PC3 and PC4. We worked our way out further and further. As we take care of the problems, the system will start working. Implement and verify our solutions. In part two of this activity, you'll implement the solutions you identified, and then you'll verify them. Actually, that's what we did. We went through there, we worked on it. Step two, verify a solution has been solved by performing a test you can use to identify the problem. For example, can PC1 now ping PC2? And yeah, what didn't work, we tried, we, we identified the problem, we fixed it, and then we tried it again and it worked. Verify all issues that, verify all issues have been resolved. We went through there, all of them done. If we look here, remember, if you ping a device, they have to send you back a reply. And so that takes care of both directions. As we work through this process, we connected or we tried every one of these possible combinations going one way. And if you, if you continue to look, any of the other ones that were remaining was covered when we did the one way or the second reply on that echo request. We, we essentially, we pinged all devices on that network and, and showed everything worked successfully. That is the end of Packet Tracer Lab 10.3.5 Troubleshoot Default Gateway Issues. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you liked this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.